When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. p.m. in the East. Streaming live on Bride48.com. It's time for The Mix. My name is Daniel Brewer. I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Adam Burns. Adam, I'm watching you. I'm watching you. How are you doing tonight? Because I'm watching your face. I'm good. I'm good. You took a shot of what looked like distilled water. How are you? uh, You seem to... Your face screwed all up and everything. I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Apparently, my shot glass is a juice glass. <laughs> I I swear to God. So what you don't see on the video, I'm the only one that sees on the video, but well, you know, he, he held up. Have you ever like gone to uh, uh, like a Denny's a- and the kids, they bring out like the kids milk and it's in one of those little tiny Coca-Cola glasses, but it's like a small Coca-Cola glass. Like you would get orange juice in this glass for breakfast and he's like oh it's my shot glass and he like fills it up (laughs) it's like it's like eight and a half ounces of uh vodka that you just uh no no and you know what um they're cute i like like i'm a big fan of coca-cola glasses okay i don't know why there was a time when coke glasses were considered an insult um (laughs) was it for who? Coke bottle glasses. Anyway, I'm, it was it's a very honestly. Oh, Adam, oh, oh, honestly, oh glasses honest. that were okay. Okay. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. What, we what is just it? came off of the Pride 48 live streaming weekend. We did, and I'll just say I got so many compliments about the weekend. I didn't. So I'm assuming they were just complimenting you. Uh, which is fine, which is fine. Well, no, no. Okay. Um, now uh, the reason, I'm okay, lying. let I'm me just kidding. I heard Gary Bearden call your show. He thanked both you and me. I, I think I heard other people say, thank you to Adam. I was just being, you know, okay. I was, I was well, being no, histrionic on that, but I was going to explore. Oh, you're never histrionic. I, I would never, I mean, that's so unlike you. Um, a lot of the throwing down listeners who yes. have never participated in Pride 48, mm-hmm. um, you know, really enjoyed the weekend and said, oh, my gosh, we should do this all the time. We love this, you know. And uh, OK, so, yeah, we're not going to do it all the time. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm yeah, glad Tance, that they, they loved it. Yeah. But Tance called me the other day and he was like, ah, you know, I want to do this. You should do it more often. I want to do this thing more often, but I, you know, Burns doesn't want to do it and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, <laughs> well, I think what he was saying, Joe, is that if you want to do a mini live streaming event, like just on a Sunday afternoon or something with four or five podcasts, go for it. Pride 48 is free and available to any LGBT, yeah. LGBT friendly podcast. If, if a group of you want to put together a small streaming event, you know, just a, a Sunday afternoon or a quarterly, you know, Saturday night or something like that, go for it. 
absolutely that's what pride 48 exists for go for it i'll listen um but yeah. as far as putting together a full 48 hour streaming weekend it's a lot of work it's, it's a lot of work and yeah, i, I realized that the entire weekend we never you did it on your solo show on monday but we <laughs> consistently forgot to uh thank veritable virgo for doing all I the know. social media oh. which he does every single year and we never thank him for doing it and he, he does, does a such a good job of, yeah, as well does a ton of work uh, so, you know, thank you to Veritable Virgo for doing that. Thank you to John Ong, who is, does everything behind the scenes that you do as far as training and stuff mm-hmm. on the week up going up to, as well as helping some of the Mac users, some of our elderly Mac users who have, you know, technical issues. Well, as Madge Weinstein or Weinstein or however you say it pointed out, Pride 48, you know, we may have started out as uh, youngish to middle-aged right. men we're but we're, and women, but we're getting, although I'm still younger than most of you. Oh, shut up. It'll, it'll be that way forever, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll always be the twink of ah. Pride 48. <laughs> no, because one day I'll die and I'll stop aging. Uh, and then you'll catch up and go past me. Um, that's, that's my plan. That's my plan, Adam. Uh-huh. Good. Mark says he's going to die. He's going to kill himself at age 50. I shouldn't, you know, probably say that online. You he shouldn't, says, especially with your co-host who yeah. is 54. Why does he, why is he going to kill himself? Does he think that life he ends? He thinks that life ends at 50. I, I don't know. You know, we okay. honestly, are, no, 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 no. We honestly need to, because the only discussions that I've ever really heard about aging have been from Fatty and Auntie Scott then Auntie Vera on there at the end of the bar. And they did like a three or four podcast episode run where they talked about the differences between being in your forties, being in your fifties, being in your sixties. And, um, I feel like we, you know, other than those 10 minutes of jokey joke back and forth with a little bit of good information in there. I mean, there was definitely some good information in there, but I feel like we don't really talk about what it's like to age a lot. I know I've made reference on this show before that, you know, the biggest, the biggest thing that has surprised me about aging is that you don't think of yourself as being 54. I think of myself as being 20 something. I don't, feel any different than I did at 20, right? I mean, yes, obviously I'm tireder and, you know, things hurt more often, but in my mind, I'm still 20 something. I'm still a young adult, 20 something. So when I catch a glimpse of myself in the mirror, I'm like, oh shit, (laughs) I'm, I'm not 20 something. I'm much older. Um, I know I talk about this all the time, but the only thing, the main thing that changed for me is just dad bod city. But then I think I've always gone back and forth i've always been a yo-yo dieter it's just that as i've gotten older my skinny is less skinny than it was before if that makes sense so i'll diet and get down but before i would get down to 130 140 pounds Mm -hmm. now you know i'm lucky if i can get down to 160 cyclone our executive producer says that gray pubic hair is a reality check oh my chest hair is gray at the top see like and i don't this the the one or two pieces of gray I have in my hair, not my beard. My beard is fully gray, but the the one or two little bits of gray that I have in my hair, that's about what I have in my pubes. I, my pubes aren't gray. I mean, yeah, I have gray in my pubes, but they're not. They're not. My cold. pubes aren't really gray, nor is my leg hair or arm hair. Yeah. But the hair at the top of my chest, yeah, you know, is gray. And then I I got that. Uh, what what is the heel pain? The, the plantar's the fasciitis. Plantar's fasciitis, but I think that's because I just gained too much weight. Because after I lost weight, it stopped hurting. 
those can come yeah. and go without real reason. Those are one of those crazy things. Anyway, what I wanted to talk about on the Pride 48 weekend, Adam. Slower peace stream. You know, <laughs> things I, happen. What I wanted to talk about on the Pride 48 weekend is uh, Tim and James. You know Tim and James. Tastes like burning. Tim and James. Yeah, but I apparently got their names mixed up. They don't. They I don't, was like, oh, it's Jane. fine. They don't listen to the show, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. The, the bit that they did with Toppy. Yes. Because they were the show that came on after Toppy and they pre-recorded uh-huh. a bunch of stuff for him where they like did a fake phone call to him talking about how their show was coming up later. And then they even took it so far as to do a fake ending to Toppy Smelly's show where because Toppy had been yes. having technical issues, I was freaking out. I was just like going like, oh my God, where's the echo? Co- I don't know where this echo is coming from. I thought I had that uh, fixed. <laughs> and then it turns out it was just a recording. Um <laughs> And I was just thinking, oh gosh, they were they were on the stick. They came right on the stream, even though he ended early. What I'm saying is, so I was just thinking, why, oh, why don't people do that with us? Why didn't any? Why no one has ever contacted us and said, hey, we want to do a cute little thing between. We noticed that we're right after you on the schedule. We noticed that we're right before you on the schedule. We want to do a cute little thing. I think it's all Auntie Scott's fault because we were in a particular place in the schedule, and then we had to swap. <laughs> So no, it's it, a turn, no, because I, my, my whole rant about, uh, being between gayish and pot is my co-pilot. I mean, we were with the threes of crowd, but I'm glad mixed minus actually wasn't there because I didn't realize that, uh, gayish was doing their normal monthly live stream or their normal, whatever. And they took all the audience. Yeah. It's like everyone was watching them on Facebook live. So when they went over, everyone stayed with them over in their chat room. So I was like, oh. Well, there there went half the audience. So, and they were talking about felching. Yes, as if. Yeah. Now, well, of course, you came back, RT Cruiser, because you love us. If you're wondering why I'm talking to random people that you can't hear on the podcast, <laughs> it's because we live stream every Friday night on Pride48.com. Uh, we invite you to come over any Friday night at ten o'clock to uh, to take a listen. Well, not for the next two weeks because we'll be off for the next two weeks. But other than that, come over and, and listen to us on Pride. And there's a chat room, and that is who I'm talking to, Adam, who is joining us in the live Wait. chat room this evening. Well, speaking of felching, um, we have uh, Auntie Scott. Oh my God. We also have Cyclone. We have Gary. And we have Lamont Cranston. Mm-hmm. We have RT Cruza. RT Cruza. We have TB. Yep. Uh, did I miss it? I think that's it. Everybody's listening on the discord, but I just, look, I know we just mentioned, you did did put us on the stream, right? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course, everyone's listening on discord because we're not even streaming on Pride 48. How do we do that? How do we, I don't know. Look, that's hilarious. Uh, Kathy Bacon sitting at home and she's probably got tweeted us already going like, where are you? Why isn't there a show tonight? What's going on? Uh, Where is everybody? Let me see. Oh, nope. That's the wrong one. Uh, one second. Close anyway. This is fascinating. So what we do, ladies and gentlemen, is Adam is responsible for streaming us on Pride 48. And then I pipe our audio to our Discord server. Uh, now we are on Pride okay. 48. Yeah. Like I said, Adam, we are streaming live on Pride 48 every Friday night, 10 o'clock. Come take a listen. Anyway. Oh my goodness. How did I forget that? Anyway, what I was going to Go say is, Go ahead. um, 
I feel like, you know, and I we just talked about the fact that I shouldn't mention where I work or talk about work anymore. Yes, you work and at now, Acme. Acme and now you guys have got it in my head that I'm going to be fired next week. Thanks, Lamont Cranston. But anyway, mm-hmm. now I'm going to talk about felching. OK, so uh, so uh, co-worker, if you're listening, I'm sorry, cover your ears. So. Oh, you told the co-worker about, about this show, too? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mentioned Pride 48. I just I just came clean. You just come to you Jesus. laid it all out there. You're just So uh yeah. So uh they talked about it as if and they acted like they knew nothing about it. Like they had never heard of this before. Yeah. The gayish boys. Yes. Come on. Come on like I knew what felching was when I was 13 or something. I mean, I've known what I have participated Okay, one of the bad things about the show going right before you on Pride 48 is that you're trying to pull things together for your own show and you don't necessarily hear the show right before you. So I did not get, I kind of heard pieces of their show. I knew it was about felching, but I didn't know that they were taking it from the standpoint that neither of them had ever heard of it before. Well, they didn't say it, but it just came across that way. They didn't say, oh my God, I've never heard of this before. But the way they were talking, they're like, apparently it's when you, you know, Mm -hmm suck the and for, and i just want to say it's not when you suck you don't you don't i don't i don't want to i don't i don't want to know 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 you don't know what it is i don't want to know i know what it is i don't want to hear it i don't want i i don't want to i want i don't want to have a conversation about it it's more of a licking thing than okay, a sucking fine, fine, fine. thing i just don't want to have a conversation about it okay well anyway I just, I thought, and that's, I guess they probably do their show that way because they're trying to explain the topics. So they don't, they 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 thoroughly cover a single topic every show. Yeah. They have to pretend like they know what they're uh, talking about. So did you have anything more to say about Tim and James? No, I just, I, you know. Now, did they call Toppy and request to do that? Or did Toppy reach out to them? I don't know. Because you're assuming. I don't know. I want, I want Tim and James to do something fun with us. I want, I want James and the hot one to call us. Well, James and the hot one, please call us. I know you you don't listen, but uh, call us. So, uh, Daniel, Mm -hmm. I did something earlier. Yes. I did something earlier. What did you do? And, uh, and I don't know. Oh my God. (laughs) My mouth just made a noise. Uh, you can edit that out. I don't um, think it'll so, go. I don't think it'll make it through the noise gate, to be honest uh, with you. But so, yeah, for whatever, Adam just made the most <clears throat> demonic sounding gurgle in his throat, which because of the insane volume that we have our headphones out, I could hear it like um, it was crazy. It was my throat. So something came back up. Anyway, so uh, I look. I don't want to be stereotypical, and I don't want anything to come across as racist. But I'm going to say this. But oh god. Mark is a, he does not throw things away. Ever. Um, when I first met him, he would leave the plastic on a television because he didn't want the television to get scratched or anything like that. Right. When, when we have fast food that comes in plastic containers, he would wash the containers. I mean, modern, modern televisions are like a quarter of an inch thin. How would you set anything on top of it? No, I'm saying he would just leave the plastic on, you know, the plastic that's around the rim. Oh, got it. Got it. Got it. He would leave that on there. I've heard that's a Filipino specific thing because I there's another person, Father Robert Balasare, who's also Filipino, who talked about that being a Filipino thing. But anyway. Yes. 
he when we get you know plastic containers he would wash them and then put them in the cabinet as if we need more plastic containers jars all this kind of stuff any condiments that we got from fast food places they would pile up in in the cupboard because mm-hmm. you know he would keep all of them yep you had more so, horsey sauce than you could so, uh you could shake so it today shake i think he and i are becoming the same person because today I did something that even he was like, what the hell are you doing? What did you do? I, we had PF Chang, PF Chang's for dinner, which uh, is a Chinese place. Okay. Firstly, I'm sorry, but okay. And, oh, I love PF Chang's, but anyway, regardless, they put, uh, they put about 30 packets of soy sauce okay. in, in, in the pack. I don't know why. I don't know why you would put so much soy sauce, but they put about, so I was cleaning up after we ate and i thought to myself you know it's a shame to waste all this soy sauce it is but i don't want to have all those packets in the in the <gasps> oh god cabinet. did you add so them I, to your bottle we, of soy sauce no i we had a we have a, a jar that <laughs> something else came in in the cabinet so i thought i'm just going to take this jar and i'm going to open these 30 <sighs> packets of soy sauce and i'm going to put them in this jar so i started doing it uh-huh And then Mark came by and he's like, what are you doing? (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. I'm becoming you. Shut up. So I opened 30 packets of soy sauce Uh and poured them into this jar. I mean, we've got it now. Next time I make, you know, lettuce wraps or something and I need soy sauce, it's going to be there in that jar. You know what would be good with that is if you dropped a little bit of wasabi in there and then used the jar to shake it up. Cause you know, when you're always trying to mix wasabi into your soy sauce for sushi and it's like, it, you get little clumps of it everywhere. It would be nice to, to shake it up and have it all like a, just integrated. So I did that. I don't know if anyone else can uh, relate. By the way, um, when, I, I, when to... I eat sushi is the only time that I eat soy sauce. It's like, I, I don't care for soy sauce on pretty much anything else. Well, I mean, when I make, uh, you know, whenever I make a, a Chinese or Japanese. Right. Auntie Scott says, thing. whenever you do that, Daniel, a sushi, a sushi, a sushi chef dies. A sushi chef. God, I don't eat sushi because I don't like fish. Me. But a sushi chef dies. Here's the thing. Um, I would agree with you that sushi chefs are quite annoyed with people dipping their sushi in soy sauce, but primarily because people dip them sideways where they're actually dipping the rice in the soy sauce, which is just kind of like soaking the the rice acts as like a sponge for the soy sauce. And then you've completely ruined the thing. But if you dip it in a way that you're putting the soy sauce on the fish and not the rice, like on sashimi or something like that, where you're d- dipping it upside down so that you're, you're, you're putting this, the fish only in the soy sauce, not the rice. Oh, the mixing. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Andy Scott wasn't even talking I, about that. He wasn't even talking I, about it. He was talking about the so, mixing the wasabi into the soy sauce. No, they wouldn't. I love that. Wasabi on, on, uh, in soy I sauce. I don't eat sushi, so I don't really, um, but I do like horseradish and wasabi is very similar. Um, Andy Scott says, I saved the packets too, Adam. And I think the point here though, was that I opened them all and put them in a jar. But in my defense, I think it's kind of junky to, cause we would have so many packets of condiments. Yes. From various restaurants and fast food places. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that's a good look. No. So I thought if I open them and put them in a nice looking container, then maybe, you know, or, it's going to look or, nicer. I, you know, here's, here's a wild thought. I know this is a wild thought. You both 
make plenty of money and are capable of buying your own bottles of soy sauce ketchup. So just don't get the fucking sauce. Just uh, if you're going to bring it home to eat, just don't get it. Like when I go through Arby's and they're like, would you like any sauce for that? No, thank you. And because well, I, I have delivered, we got it delivered and it was in the package. I just mean, throw we, it away. no, just we had no choice. I felt bad. I don't throw know why. Away. The other thing now I will say this Whataburger ketchup is really good. So if you have any leftover Whataburger ketchup, you do not throw that away. You save it. And and they sell Whataburger ketchup at the store now, but it's not the same as the stuff you get at now Whataburger. People in the chat room are talking about saving condiments in Tupperware. Uh, the Tupperware container drawer full of spare condiments and everything. Remember the old days when like those country cock crock tubs, you would be surprised if there was actually butter in them because it was like everyone just used those country crock tubs to like store like leftovers in. Yeah. It's like there, there'd be a refrigerator. My mom's refrigerator would be full of country clock, t- cock, ah, country <laughs> crock tubs. Can you not talk tonight? <sighs> talk about frogs. <laughs> um, this is not even a story, but I just, so we used to, I am, I am, I like frogs. I am, you know, I didn't ever, I never had a pet frog, but we always had, we had a swimming pool and it was, I guess, you know, lots of water in the yard because of the swimming pool and stuff when I was growing up. And we was used his, to always was have. his name Jean-Paul? No. Oh, I don't. Uh, we named him Herman. Adam, that was a French, but Cana- I don't that know was a French his... Canadian joke, Adam. I, I know. Was, I was but... being derisive towards French Canadians. So anyway. We had this frog that was always around the swimming pool. And here in Tonty Town, where we live now, where Mark and I live. Yes. I like to think last year when we first moved in, we had these tiny little tree frog looking frogs, little baby frogs, like all over the place. And uh, we'd go out, they'd be stuck to the door. That little rain like, frogs, you know, uh, little rain frogs we used to call. And, uh, and so in this year we have big frogs. So I like to think those baby frogs grew up and now we have these big like toad frogs. Anyway, so we have a doggy door now. I don't know if this is what happened because I wasn't watching. Mm-hmm. But Mark runs in last night. He goes, oh, Boyfy, there's a frog. I'm like, okay, you're so scared. Why? What is it going to do to you? I mean, like, well, what's the frog going to do? He's like, uh, there's a frog in here. What do we do? What do we do? And so, <laughs> and so I went over and uh, the dogs were excited. And so the frog kept jumping away from me because the dogs kept coming up and trying to sniff it and stuff like that. But I just reached down. And I scooped up the frog in my hand, you know, and then I went over to the door and I opened the glass door and I put him on the patio and let him, you know, Mm -hmm. jump away. And Mark just thought that was the grossest that he did not understand. (laughs) He's like, what, what are you doing? Like, what? And I'm like, it's just a frog. What did he want you to do? I don't know. He didn't know what to do. I don't know if he wanted me to get a like a bowl and scoop it up in the bowl or something like that. And uh, and, you know, I, I mean, I didn't I didn't enjoy the process of picking it up, but I wasn't freaked. I thought it might pee on me, which that sometimes they do that. Like if you pick up a frog, sometimes it pees on you, which is that's not fun. Have you ever but, have you ever licked a frog? No, I haven't. I hear there are some. That will give you a, a high. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all of them. If you, all frogs. If you yeah, just it. all frogs. Just go any frog. I don't think that's true. No, no, try it. Any frog. No, I'm not, I'm not going to try it. <laughs> any frog. So anyway, 
I don't. Andy Scott says he loves frogs, so that's another thing that, that uh, we're alike. You and him uh, with your whole thing. All right, <laughs> let me ask you this, Adam. Let me ask you this. Uh, I was listening to your award-winning podcast, The Geeky Gay. Uh-huh. Uh, cause you know, when I do my, little, oh, this is going to be the controversial conversation where I we argue my, when I do my little walks in the, uh, daytime around my neighborhood, I'm listening to podcasts. That's when I get my mm-hmm. podcast listening in and never more than 7,000 steps though. Right. Nah, I do maybe 4,000. Okay. Uh, I walk about two miles. So, uh, anyway, I was, I was listening to, uh, your podcast on, uh, the, I don't know, Wednesday, Thursday, I listened to him the day after. So I, it would have been Thursday. It would have been your Wednesday or maybe, no, it was today. So I was listening to your Thursday. It doesn't matter. You were talking about Simone Biles. I don't even know what I said. I you can't imagine how you could. upset that Simone Biles dropped out and you seem to imply that USA would have won a gold had she not dropped out. You kind of laid that at her feet there of like, you didn't outright say because Simone Biles uh, dropped out, USA uh, won a silver and they would have won a gold if it was for her. That last part was kind of left out, but it was certainly implied in your disappointment. You you can't argue with me about something I didn't say. Simone I say this to Mark all the time. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't matter. My point is just your general disappointment of Simone Biles, I think, speaks to the crux of the problem in America with sports and the mentality of sports and that you completely dehumanize people and they become objects that are there for your amusement and your amusement only. Um, here you have a 24 year old girl who is under enormous pressure wor- yeah. working for an organization that she despises because this organization, us gymnastics, uh, allowed this doctor to basically rape girls for years, decades without uh, ever doing anything about it. They were complicit in this. And here she is working, you know, USA gymnastics being a part of this. She wanted nothing more than to retire after the 20, she wanted to make it through the 2020 Olympics and retire. And then COVID happened and then got pushed off a year, whatever. But you're, you're talking about a, a girl that has gone through a lot. I think you're reading she way too much not, into this. No, no, no. She is not your property. No, you should I know. be. You I, should be celebrating the fact that we live in a country where people are free to make those decisions like that. That she could say, because of my own mental health issues that I'm having right now, I'm not in this, and I'm going to hurt myself as I continue. So I'm going to pull back. Because Adam, there was a Russian gymnast. You claim that you watch gymnastics every year, right? So are you familiar with the Russian gymnast who uh, was rushed out of recovery from straining her leg? And in practice is going up to the Olympics because she was pushed and wasn't allowed to heal that she missed a step, landed on her chin and became a quadriplegic for 42 years before she died is like the, the, she is doing insanely dangerous things, insanely dangerous things, flipping up into the air and landing on something that is less than a foot wide. That is that requires concentration, precision and all kinds of things that, that, that if it goes just the slightest bit wrong, they can get hurt so badly. And for her but to I, recognize, for her to recognize after she made two mistakes that she should not have made, she was like, oh shit, I, I, if I do another trick, I could really seriously hurt myself. I'm not working right now. There is something not clicking in my body because I over-rotated on one and I under-rotated on another and blew both landings because 
I wasn't sure where my body was in space. It's like that, that is something that a loss of concentration that could shake a professional athlete like that to the core. So if you are truly a fan of gymnastics, as you purport to be, especially the women, because you hate the men, um, which I know our team just sucks. I, I mean, I, I like looking at the men, but uh, yeah. I, I don't follow any of these sports. I'm just saying that uh, it, listen to the New York Times daily podcast today came out today called uh, Simone Boyles and they go through a, an entire, uh, you know, 30 minute podcast of, of her backstory and and whatnot. And it's, it's, it's a fascinating listen to. I, I think there's a way more there, Adam. And I think that you should apologize for being disappointed in her. You have no right to be disappointed. No, in I her. wasn't. I think you need to pull an audio clip because I disagree with you. I didn't say any of that, that what you're just saying that I said, I said, I was disappointed because I wanted us to win a gold. I said, but I was not mad at her. I specifically said, I am not mad at her. You can pull the clip I think she has every right to pull out my only, the only thing that I think about her is if it were me, I wonder oh, if, you know, yeah. 10 years from now. TB in the chat room is pointing out that I like, I fucked up her name is Simone Biles. You're right. I said boils. Biles. For some reason I slipped into boils thought, at some point. Sorry. I thought they said my boils bad. on the, uh, to be. No, no, no. My but bad. I didn't, my bad. Anyway, I didn't say I was disappointed in Simone Biles. I, I would challenge you to pull a clip where I said I was, because I'm not disappointed in her. I was disappointed, and I don't feel like I own any of them. I okay. don't. Well, as it, as it turns out, fine. Adam, so I, you are, as it you turns are, out, Adam, I do have a clip of the Geeky Gay okay. uh, to pull, but uh, it's not for that. It's for something else. So I will pull that <laughs> clip at another time, and we'll, we'll table this conversation a, 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 until then. Excellent. It is the contact segment of the show. Adam, this is where we read our emails, play our voicemails. Adam, do we get any email this week? You were looking at that, so you should know. The answer is no, Adam. Just always say no. The answer we did is not. No. Oh, but we did get a voicemail. Let's listen to it now, shall we? G'day, Daniel. But this message is really for Adam, the oh. star of the show. Oh, Adam, oh, I'm listening okay. to episode 49. I know that's a bit old now. But I'll just wait over I've here. Been busy diving Philly's on done. the Great Barrier Reef. Anyway, it's all about the bird and how you were trying to save a bird and how you're so worried about this bird. Oh, yeah. Hand me that over there. Looked at you. Hand me that. Listen, you hate birds. Every time I call with beautiful, natural Australiana. No, no, Adam's getting a Wildlife and birds chirping in the background. I'm just waiting over here until it's done, so it's You complain. So I don't know why suddenly... You're liking this one bird that was like staring at you, and I was like, "Why is it saying bird?" I guess maybe because it was an American bird. Oh, sorry, because I, I didn't say bird. What? I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. I, what? Oh, why, is he done? Why is he saying? Why is he saying bird? Like bird? <laughs> like it's so idea. so? Uh, I guess I should have said it the Australian way. We found a lovely bird, you know, lying on the 
the ground. That's kind of British, not really Australian, but we found a bud. Two minutes ago, and, I said uh, Simone Boyle. So, uh, you know, people I, get confused with their words. I, what are you going to do? Uh, no. So, hey, so I know you weren't listening, Daniel. You were talking to some imaginary person in the background. I was, not, there, I was talking but, to our, uh, it's our set designer, yeah. set director. Um, but, but what he was saying was I get so annoyed by the buds Mm -hmm. in his recording and he didn't know why I was so, you know, caring about this one particular bud as he put it. Yeah. No, it's because, uh, it's because he purpose, I feel like he purposely calls when it's the noisiest (laughs) environment. He, he goes to an aviary. (laughs) I mean, it's not just one little bud behind him he goes to an aviary or you know a racetrack or you know something you know a dog pound and he calls us we like he's in the midst of the whole you know the whole thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we're hearing you know millions of buds you know chirping around him it doesn't mean i don't like that he was an ornithologist I don't know. He was, uh, I did see pictures that he was snorkeling in the Great Barrier Reef. Oh. Reef. Wreath. Why did I say wreath? Reef. reef. Simone, and, Simone uh, Boyles was uh, snorkeling in the reef. And it looked like it was midnight or something. And I just wanted to know, are, are most snorkel trips in the middle of the night in the Barrier Reef? Is that a thing? Is it uh, is it more colorful at night? If only we Do, had a... Uh... An Australian fish come out. If only we had an Australian in the chat room that could answer that for us. I don't know. I I don't know. It just seemed like it was midnight in all of his photos. It was so dark. It was the darkest part of the night. I mean, I do know from my submarine trip that when you get down under X number of feet of water, you start losing colors. So like under like 30 feet, you can no longer see the color blue. And then like a little bit further down, you can no longer see the color yellow. And it's like, you know, you, you basically go through the, the rainbow. Um, so when you are looking in the daytime at us, at a, at a wreath, right? A reef, not a wreath, Did a, you say reef, reef? a coral reef. When you're looking at a yes. coral reef in the daytime, it is not as vibrant because the water has filtered out because the, the light coming from the sun has yeah. filtered and you know, but if you go when it's darker and you take a picture with a flash, that flash restores the color because the light is closer. And so it's not as filtered. So you actually get those vibrant colors when the light, so the submarine actually has big floodlights on it that they turn on to, so that you can see the color in the, in the coral. I know all that, but I'm just saying most snorkel trips that I've been on have been in the daytime, not we're going to meet at the boat at uh, or at the ship, whatever it is. No, it's a boat at midnight. You know, I just and also the picture, the photos he posted look like most of the coral was dead. I thought I thought the Great Barrier Reef was the most alive, like prettiest, you know, in the world. We thank you for your call, Scotty. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I appreciate your call, but I'm going to, you know, belittle you. Oh, well, that's good. As much as possible. Oh, that's bad. You know, uh, I feel like that's what he does to me when he calls, you know. I do. I do. This is Give and take. I'm, I'm switching these around here because this is fast. I have, a, I have a clip from the Wednesday Geeky Ghost. Geeky. <laughs> you cannot talk tonight. Thanks, everyone. Good night. I talked for seven and a half hours on the stream last week. I think uh, I just I've I've lost the ability to form words anymore (laughs) from the Wednesday episode of the Geeky Gay. Yeah, I'm going, you know, Geeky Gooch. I don't edit, by the the way. It's the show that, uh, uh, you know, Gooch does. It's called Geeky Gooch. 
Oh, so see, Simone Biles is one of the, first of all, Tom Daly. Here we go. Here what we go. a hunk. Hubba hubba. <laughs> I never say that. I don't know why I just said that. I never say what a hunk. Like that's never something that comes out of my mouth. But he is so hot to me. All right. Right there. It seemed to my no. ear as if you said he is so fucking hot. And you decided later because of your weird religious beliefs that you didn't want to include the word no. fucking because it sounds like you're, you're saying he is so hot. It is. Mm-hmm. It sounds like such a weird cut. Let's listen to that one more time here. Hubba. <laughs> I never say that. I don't know why I just said that. I never say what a hunk like that's never something that comes out of my mouth, but he is so hot to me anyway. Do you not hear it? Uh, yeah, but I didn't. I didn't edit it. I don't edit. And I wouldn't have edited out a cuss word. I mean, why, you've heard cuss words in Geeky Gay before. You've heard fucking in Geeky Gay before. So I, why, would I, why would I edit that out? Because uh, you, you just started sharing it with your coworkers. No, I don't, I, know, I, I don't know. No, I, I just, it was a weird phrase. Occasionally, if I cough or if I burp or something like that, I may go, you know, edit a little bit. But generally speaking, I don't. And no, I did not. I did not edit that. They're, I mean, I, I'll say fuck. Fuckity fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> there you go. Today, I mean, today, if you listen to today's show, I forgot that it was Friday at the end. Oh. And I said, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. And then instead of editing it, I just, after the music was done, I said, oops, uh, see you guys on Monday. I forgot it was the weekend or whatever. I didn't even edit that. So, uh, yeah, there you go. I wasn't, so, I was purposely not transitioning. I was just going to wait for you to just say, oh, and then I was waiting for you to. Speaking of editing a podcast, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how to do. I, I've talked have a we million been, have times. Have we been nominated for an award for that? Like the best edited podcast? Aren't we always nominated for everything? We have won so, the, uh, the worldwide podcast award of excellence for uh, what? 15 years, 15 years running. Yeah. I have, I have medals and I, and I bite on all of them. I don't know why, but I have medals, you know, just hanging in the closet. What do you think they would do if like they bit into them and they were like actually chocolate or something like they actually like, oh no, these aren't the real ones. It's just like, uh, they'd be surprised. So, um, I've talked several times about the fact that I am not, I'm, I'm an introvert. I'm I'm not a people person. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't really want to meet my neighbors. Well, except for the neighbors that live right next to us because we've already invited them to dinner. But for the most part. Mm-hmm. And they I mean, she really wore us down <laughs> this next door. neighbor. she brought lavender over and every time we were in the yard, she would speak to us. And, you know, she offered to babysit the dog when we're gone. You know, over time, she winnowed. She they put out a pride flag during Pride Month. I mean, she we couldn't, sounds horrible. I mean, well, I mean, I had to become friends with them. Like I, I had to. She just kept doing everything she could to be friends with the gays, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. But other than that, mm-hmm. I don't want to really, you know, mingle with the, the neighbors. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've recently finished the pool. It, maybe uh, she had someone in her family that came out and she was just, this is her maybe. way of showing support. This story has nothing to do with them. I'm just saying they're the only ones that are going to be my, our friends. All right. So it, anyway, so uh, the, the neighborhood recently finished the pool because we're a relatively new neighborhood and they yes. were waiting until most of the houses were complete, I guess. 
And so anyway, and and now we've got we've got a website for the HOA and they've been they started a Facebook group and a I don't know, what's that app or that for neighborhoods? Oh, next door? Next door. Ugh. Yeah, everybody's on next door. Uh Mark is on there all the time telling me, "Oh, some dog a block away got out and they were yeah, I'm like, I don't care. You know, it's all well and good so, when people report dogs missing and stuff like that. But when it gets when it gets right down to it, next door inevitably devolves into I was trying to put my lawnmower in my yard and some damn person had a Biden yard sign, so I ran over it because you libs need to shut the fuck up. You know, it's like it always devolves into some douchebag bag Republican talking about something. <laughs> So I'm not on, I don't go on Facebook and I also don't go on Nextdoor. But anyway, so they, they've decided, and I don't know, I've told Mark, I don't want to use the pool because I don't want to meet these people. I don't want to see their kids. I, I don't want to, you know, there is going to be full all the time. Forget it. And so, um, and so anyway, <laughs> RT Cruiser I'm, posted a, a GIF of a dog with a Frisbee. And it's just this dog standing there, they throw a Frisbee at it, and the dog's like, shit, no. He's like, I see this Frisbee, I don't know what you want me to do. Anyway, so- like every um, dog I've ever owned. That's every dog I've ever owned. Yeah, Sydney would do, she would chase after it, though, afterwards. She just wouldn't catch it on her There'd be people out in the park that would, like, the dogs would run and jump off their back up into the air a thousand feet to grab the Frisbee out of the air. He's like, yeah, my dog, you just throw it at it. He's just like, hmm? So anyway, you drop that. <laughs> they uh, they sent out an email saying we were going to have our first HOA meeting mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mark wants to go. For those not in the United States, an HOA is a homeowners association. Mark wants to go. And I mean, there are a couple of things that I would like. Like, I would like them to finish the sidewalk. Yeah. Uh, to make a complete loop. Uh, and you know, there are a couple other things, but I don't want to, I don't want to mingle with all those people and I'm an introvert and it makes me stress. It's stress. I'm already stressed. He's like, boy V, do you want to go? And I'm like, Oh God. Then just say it's no. It's at one thirty tomorrow afternoon. And I don't know, but you know, Mike Lawson, formerly of catching up mm-hmm. tells me all the time that I have like a real mental condition where I have some social phobia disorder or something like that. that No, I have a mint. (laughs) I'm a professional podcaster, Daniel. Um, how dare you? (laughs) Uh, nobody would have noticed. I was anyway. And so, (laughs) and so, uh, Mike Lawson says that I have some social phobia or something like that. So now I feel like, well, I've got to go, I've got to prove him wrong. Why is that a bad thing? Being an introvert is a, a type of social phobia. So what? So, and then if I don't go, I'll never be able to participate in, you know, choosing, I don't know, what flowers they put in the thing or whether but they mitt- finish the sidewalk is, or whatever. Going. So there will be, your house will be represented there. That's true. I and mean, people might think I'm a dick or something. Oh, he, that's an, a- he's an asshole. Look, he I never even to, says when hi. I went, when I, my first house I, that I lived in that had an HOA, I went to a couple of HOA meetings. And it really is. There's, there's never two people from a household there. It's always just like one person from each household and they're, well, oh, I really, I just want to talk about the Christmas lights because my, you know, stupid neighbors like have burnout bulbs. I think we should pass an amendment that says you can't have burnout bulbs. You know, it's just like always kind of weird shit like that. Yeah. 
So I don't know. Mark's like, we're going to go, right? And I said, uh. You should say, Boyfie, I'm going to let you do. You're so much better at this than I am. <laughs> there are things that I uh, am good at. You know what? I'm going to mow the yard. You're going to go to the homeless association. We're both going to do something for the house this week. My contribution is mowing the yard. Your contribution is going to that insufferable fucking homeless association. <laughs> it outside and it's been like 100 degrees here recently wait you and said the other day it was only 98 degrees i'm i rounded up oh i see you're, you're the apple you're the new apple watch right you're not gonna say been, you don't say 98 look, it's been 98 and humid it probably feels like 110 you know that have you ever heard them uh, like on the weather feels like and you're like what yeah. Isn't there only one temperature? Why no. Why are there two? It feels like 111. It's 80 degrees, but it feels like 111 today. I'm like, what? Yeah. No, come on. So look at anyway, yeah, so, so I, I love how I love how you take these stances, these arbitrary stances. So it's like, <laughs> nope, there can't be two different types of weather. There's only there can't be a feels like temperature. It's just the temperature, morons. Oh, no, your metabolism. No, your metabolism so, isn't difficult at all. It's the calories that you eat equals the calories that you burn, and nothing ever changes. I between have never those. said that. You, you just have, made that I've, up. I've said numerous times, said, Adam, that it does not the calories in is not as simple is not a simple equation of calories in, calories out, because your metabolism does a bunch of weird things it is not a constant no i know but what i don't know that i've ever disagreed with that what i disagree with is people say do i have what to pull, time have of to day you eat clip. now i have to pull sound what to, yeah you you must back these up because as we know you have a tendency to make things up um news game it's the news game it's the news game what questions will he ask? It is the Mix Minus News Game. It's not the news quiz, right? No, it's the news game. This is a segment of the show where Adam will read me five questions from the New York Times News Quiz. And I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will answer the questions. Uh, afterwards, he will attempt to embarrass me by pulling out a Trivial Pursuit card. And give me one minute to answer as many questions as I possibly can from that. Oh, oh, he's waving it around. He's taunting me. I've taken a screenshot. I'm running that through my uh, Jarvis computer over here to read. Uh, I mean, that's the only it. way you would get him right read, is to do that. Read the so, questions uh, and uh, make sure that I have it. Adam, what is our first question on the news quiz this evening? Okay, Daniel. Yes. I would like for you to name three sports that are making their Olympic debut oh, fuck in you. Tokyo. Fuck you. Three sports that fuck are making their you. debut. I do not watch sports, A, and I don't watch the Olympics, Oh, B. you were so riled up about Simone Biles, but you don't well, watch sports. Just because Simone Biles is a human being, and she like made a difficult decision, and all the sports idiots are out there like, she owes us. I think, you know what? Us. I think you were... I think you were... Um, What's it called when you misplace your anger and put it on someone else? <laughs> misplaced Displaced, anger? Displaced, like, you know, when you when you aim your... Because I did not say anything like those sportscasters have said. Nothing. Anyway, name three sports right, that just, are debuting. Um, I'm going to take it directly from our executive producer. Skateboarding, public strumming, and ennui. <laughs> Do you want me to give you options? All right, give me some options. Uh, chess. Chess is not an Olympic sport. Karate. Karate is not an Olympic sport. Skateboarding. 
Wait, there was a karate person. Okay. Surfing uh-huh. or women's boxing. Well, it's three of them. So three of those are new and two of them are not. I'm going to go with skateboarding because that sounds new. Karate, because I think there was some girl from Sweden that was on the karate team that did something. And what was the last one? Women's boxing. Women's boxing was the last one. Yeah, I'm going to go with those three. Ah, hell. Shoot. He never has the soundboard up. Never has the soundboard. I should, honestly, I should just take the first point always because he he never has it up. Um, you were almost, you you were almost right, but so wrong. Um, it was, uh, surfing was the third one, not women's boxing. So it was karate or karate. Mm Mm-hmm skateboarding mm-hmm. and surfing. All right. Well, then I got two out of three. So that's two thirds of a point. Uh, that's not how it works. Yes, All right, Adam, that is absolutely two. how it works. All right. Well, since you're so into Simone Biles, Daniel, mm-hmm. which American gymnast won the women's all around gold medal at the Tokyo games on Thursday after Simone Biles, the sport's most dominant athlete withdrew from the competition. So who won? She was actually watching this. Cause that was on that podcast this morning. Uh, I don't know her name off the top of my head. So tell me what my choices are. Gabby Douglas, no. Jade Carey, Jordan Childs, mm-hmm. Michaela Skinner mm-hmm. or Sunisa Lee. I am. Oh, you were so interested in this topic and you don't know. I mean, they're humans, Daniel. You should know. I Wait, no, this has Who? to do with the sport. I don't watch the fucking sport. I don't know. Suni, Suni Lee. Did you read that in the chat room? You're such a cheater. That's correct. But I think you, you even knew that it was Suni. I think you read that in the chat room. If you don't watch it, how did you know her name was Suni Lee? You're such a cheater. Okay. Uh, number three. It's one and two thirds point that I have right now. Which of the following happened both this week at the Tokyo Games and at the 2008 Summer Games right, in Beijing? Is this just all going to be fucking Olympics? Because if it's all going to be fucking Olympics, just go ahead and give me a zero right now because I, I don't give a I fuck. Don't, I don't write the New York the Times Olympics. quiz, Daniel. I feel about organized sports the way that most people feel about organized religion. It is evil and horrible and dehumanizing and I don't care for it. I don't want to watch it. What was the question again? <laughs> I'm sorry. The New York Times covers news that's recent. The Olympics are recent. Okay. Which of the following happened both this week at the Tokyo Games and at the 2008 Summer Games in Beijing? And I've got options for you. Give me the options because I have no idea. A A top ranked sport climber fell and broke her wrist. Japan's softball team beat the U.S. to win gold. Joe Biden gave a speech at the opening ceremony. Michael Phelps won a gold medal in the 200 meter butterfly and the U S men's bowling team won silver. Which one of those are true? I'm going to go with Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden didn't attend the Olympics uh, this year. Uh, his they wife they did. didn't say they attended. He just said he gave a speech. You can give a speech. Via um, video. Japan softball team beat the U S to win gold. <sighs> Who the fuck cares? There's there's right. 15 questions on this goddamn quiz. You're telling me every single one uh, there, of them is an Olympic question? There are 11 questions. All right. Th- you're telling me every single one of them is an Olympic question? Can I have a We're question get- that is not about the Olympics? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I'm I'm on number six. No, this and is number- And this one f- is not about Olympics. This is number four. 
Tunisia's no, no, no. I'm saying on the six out of eleven. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Tunisia's democracy, the only one remaining from the Arab Spring movement, was on the brink of collapse this week. What happened? <laughs> so I, I can give you choices. Give me some choices. Yes. All members of the parliament fled into neighboring Algeria. Protesters took control of the presidential palace. Oh, deja vu. The high court negated the country's new constitution. The president suspended parliament and fired the prime minister. Or the prime minister canceled an upcoming election that his party was set to lose. I think the parliament left like they they ran away. Uh... It was the president suspended parliament and fired the prime minister. Any questions that are not about Tunisia or the Olympics? Anything, <laughs> oh my gosh. anything like a news story that actually matters, like something in the United States? I mean, I don't know. Which major auto company has based much of its strategy around the sale of hybrid vehicles and has quietly become the industry's strongest voice opposing an all-out transition to electric vehicles. See, Adam, finally something that makes sense. This is very U.S.-centric. It has to do with the automotive behemoth known as Toyota uh, that uh, has been lobbying, actually, to curtail some of the uh, electric car uh, initiatives that have been coming out through Congress. So is that your answer? That is my answer, Toyota. All right. Well, I'm sorry, Daniel. You didn't send me your list of pre-approved questions this evening. So... uh, you USA, got um USA USA You got 2 out of 5 Wait That was only 4 questions No that was 5 that was five Our questions. executive producer is saying I got three out of five, but all right, let's no, uh, because he's giving you partial points. Oh, yeah, we don't that's do two, that. I got two here. and two thirds out of five, two uh, and well. two thirds out of five. Fine, Adam, go ahead. Delight me with your stupid little trivial pursuit game. The game begins in three, two, one. What Australian city boasts the largest Greek population in the world outside of Greece? Sydney, Melbourne. What 63-year-old caused controversy at a 1996 concert by ripping up a Bible while singing the Beatles' song, Julia? Paul McCartney. Incorrect. Yoko Ono. What Arab leader was re-elected in 1995 with 99.6% of the vote? Tyrion Lannister. Saddam Hussein. What do you call an angle more than 90 degrees and less than 180 degrees? Acute. Uh, Incorrect. Obtuse. Ah. What language boasts a record 616,500 words, not including 400,000 technical terms? Wait, what? What does? What language boasts a record 616,500 words, not including 400,000? English. I don't know. That's correct. I'll give it to you. Sweet. Um, you got, I got one, one out of six. One out of six, which is a bonus point, really. So if we take my two and two thirds out of five, now that becomes three and two thirds, which really rounds up to a four. So, you know, four out of five is not bad, Adam. That's uh that's an A in anybody's book. It's the, it's the news quiz. Hey, guess what I haven't done since Pride 48? podcasted shorten this clip <laughs> like oh well i mean 
mean, I, I, I don't have those expectations. I, I, you know. No, no, we got another 20 seconds of this shit. No, that's, uh, I don't know what I was originally in. Do you want to talk more about Simone Biles? No, I don't want to talk more about Simone Boyles, uh, trying to trick me into saying her name wrong. Uh, yeah. We'll just, we'll just stare at each other for five seconds. Ask ask you the questions again. No, I do not. All right. Maybe you'll get them right the second time. Put this on my to-do list here to shorten the fucking clip. All right. uh, Where are we at on the old Trello board here? Uh, I I think we're, I think that's it. Oh, wait, I know what we got to do. We got to do this. Uh, No, that's the wrong one. We have to do this. Ah, um, (laughs) Adam. Each and every week on this show, our executive producer, Cyclone, sends us just a mountain, a mountain of printed material, uh, all about the things that happened on the day that we are recording of some year. So today, these are things that happened on July 30th of some year. Adam, happy System Administrator Appreciation Day. Oh, I didn't I didn't appreciate my system admin today. You know, it's not too late. You can send an email to them. If you're listening, system admin, uh, I appreciate you. Here's five facts about IT that will blow your mind. Actually, I don't think that they're that mind-blowing, but I'm going I'm to read them anyway. Number one, Firefox is actually a red panda. Many people think that the Firefox logo is a fox, but it is, in fact, a red panda. I think I knew that. But did that blow your mind, though? Did that? No. Google hires goats to eat grass. I knew that as well. <laughs> but did it blow your mind? No. But I mean, I knew it, so. Only at their Mountain View headquarters, though. Not not like yeah. at their New York campus or anything like that. Maybe I should hire goats to eat grass in my yard instead of having to mow every week. Did you know, Adam, that the word robot comes from slavery? Actually, that kind of does blow my that mind. That blows your mind. The word robot, I did not yeah, know that. The word robot has a Czech origin that loosely translates to forced labor. So there you go. Huh. That, that blow your mind. Email sent without the www in the 1980s. You could still send an email without using www, as the few internet pages available were all numbered, with emails being found on page number seven 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 six. I don't know what that means, but uh, yeah, your email has always just gone to the www is a server name. So it's like like when we tell you like go to voicemail.mixminus.com, that voicemail is the server name of for that domain, the domain of mixminuspodcast.com. So www was always superfluous. I don't know what that means. I'm confused. I don't use www when I'm sending emails. No, ever. Ever. I've never used www. I don't know what that means. Uh, You know what, Daniel? I just want to ask a question real quick. I only got one more fact about IT that's going to blow your mind. This is is about robot. Yeah. Does that mean my Echo is, is a slave? Yes. You should free it. You should free your echo, Adam. I mean, she's never said she wanted ask her. Hey, ask her. Like, do you really want to be here answering questions for me? Uh, number five. When the internet was still new to the public, you could get a domain of your choice free of cost. I did know about that. I didn't. You know still can. Uh, there's a website, freenom.com. Mm-hmm. I think it's what it's called. I remember that there were some people that had bought like McDonald's.com and Coca-Cola.com and like tried to sell them to the companies. And they were like, what's the internet? We don't know what that is. It's like, that's how long ago it was. It's also today, Adam, was National Talk in an Elevator Day. I, you know, I always used to go to the back of the elevator. Mm-hmm. 
because I don't want people. I didn't want people looking at the back of my head. Oh, well, that's what. Well, what about yeah. mirrored ele- elevators? Like, where would you stand? Oh, I hated those. Oh, hey, oh. oh, the bane of the balding man's existence: the mirrored no. elevators. Horrible. Uh, <laughs> in 1970, on today, July 30th, in 1971, the New York lesbian bar Cookies made it known that lesbians working for gay liberation were not welcome. Lesbians gathered to picket. Cookies was one of the only two lesbian-oriented bars in New York City. Cookie, the bar owner, said that she was to be said was said to be hostile to the gay liberation movement, fearing it would cut into her business. I don't really have anything clever to say about that, but I will say the Bozo show when I was growing up had a clown named Cookie. Was it a lesbian? Not Cookie. Did that clown Cookie own a lesbian bar? Did you know that the Bozo show was franchised? There were different bozos in every like major area. Almost. So the bozo that you saw Mm -hmm. and the grand prize game where they threw the ping pong ball was not necessarily the same bozo that I saw. Can I blow your mind further, Adam? Yeah. The same holds true for romper room. There was a Miss June in every market. I didn't watch Romper Room, but mm-hmm. my mind is blown. Mm-hmm. I think that's before my time. You're a little bit older than me, so. Bozo? Bozo, like, started in, like, the 40s or something. It's like Romper Room was the 70s. We, we had Bozo when I was growing up. A recent, like, a modern Bozo. In color. I know the original Bozo was black and white. We had color Bozo. In 2004, on July 30th, Democratic presidential candidate John Kerry, in a speech to the party convention in Boston, blasted President Bush for pushing a constitutional amendment banning gay marriage. Republicans. Oh, was it Miss Molly in New York City in in Romper Room? Also, yeah, so it wasn't always a Miss June. It was a... I wonder if she went on to legally change her name to Junebug. Can I blow your mind further, Adam? Did you know that I Love Lucy was different in every market. There was a different Ricky Ricardo in every market. There was not. Yeah, it was. The one in Arkansas was actually had like had a country accent. He's like, Lucy, I think you got some explaining to do. That was his catchphrase. <laughs> Interesting. I'm, I'm just taking a drink. <laughs> I'm just, just waiting. <laughs> On July 30th of uh, 1971, the summer edition of My Weekly Reader features the article Walt Disney World Rushes to Get Ready. Publication for young readers, it gives children a peek at what is coming for a little Disney project in Central Florida. The cover shows a child constructing his own castle and encouraging his dog to help out as opening day is only two months away. That's right, October 1st was the uh, opening day of Walt Disney World. But I feel like the castle in California... Was built by a, a young child and, and their dog. It was. Not the one in it Florida. Was, yeah, but that was back in 1955. Uh, uh. Actually, here's the important thing, Adam, is that 1971 was 50 years ago. That means that October 1st, 1971, was 50 years ago when we hit October 1st, 2021, which, of course, kicks off the 18-month celebration here in Florida of Disney World's 50th anniversary. Oh, cool. Are they going to do a lot of stuff? Oh, tons of shit. You won't believe all the shit they're going to do. 18 months of it, Adam. 18 months of it. 18 seems so exact or arbitrary. Like, why 18? Why not 12, which is a year? 
Don't Why know. a year and a half? Don't know. Uh, <laughs> in July, this is all really boring, isn't it? Uh, in July 30th of 1619, the first legislature... <laughs> The first legislative assembly in America convened in Jamestown, Virginia. Fatty was there. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> also in July 30th of 1956, President Eisenhower signed In God We Trust into law, which is when it first got put on our money. So, uh, yeah. Uh, July 30th of 1965, President Johnson... I know Johnson, that really burns you. That really just eats you up. No, it doesn't. You know the thing. Every that, time you see that, no, you're like, oh. I, you know what? I don't give a shit what's written on the money. The yeah. thing that, that that gets me is when Christians try to say, like, well, it's always been there. It's on our money. It's like, no, it happened in 1957. Uh, you know the the pyramid on the money is is a sign of the Illuminati, the secret organization that uh, that actually runs the world. On July 30th, 1976, Caitlyn Jenner won the Olympic decathlon. Yep. From the Weekly World News. From the I mean, Weekly you wouldn't World. know that because you don't watch sports. No, I don't. Including the the Olympics is not really even sports, Daniel. It's it's just games. It's fun and games. It's fun. You get to see cute boys scantily clad. You know. From the, the Weekly World News from July thirtieth, nineteen ninety six. Uh, the new laser Jesus. The Shroud of the Turin has turned out to be even more mysterious than scientists and scholars even dared to believe with an exciting new photographic process revealing the skeleton of a man who suffered injuries consistent with those that would occur during a crucifixion. Oh. It is a well-known fact, Adam, that the, the only person ever crucified was Jesus. No one else photo, was ever crucified. There is no way that this skeleton photo was photoshopped. No. Well, they yeah. didn't have Photoshop back they then, but yeah. I mean, whatever they did. What did they do when, you know, when they needed to Photoshop something? Did they literally have to take out razor blades? And... Yeah, they probably just hired an artist to paint over it. Uh. Bone fractures match those Christ suffered at the crucifixion. And again, it, it's well known, Adam. There were people next to him when he was no, crucified. No, no, Jesus so. was the only person ever crucified. Otherwise, it could have been those people. He actually talked to a guy who was next to him. They had a conversation. Well, then that sounds like there was more than one person crucified. Now, now I think you're throwing, you know, some some doubt on their article here. Uh, and finally, the ancient Olympic Games were bizarre rituals where naked athletes fought to the death. Now that would get some ratings. The ancient Greeks who founded so the Olympics 2,700 years ago were nothing but look, noble, idealistic supermen. You think that I'm dehumanizing Simone Biles because I was a little bit disappointed. What if I required that she fight naked to the death? I mean, that would be dehumanizing. It would. It would. All right, Adam. Uh, there was a movie... At the box office in uh, on July thirtieth of some year, that was number now, one. Are you gonna Are you gonna play the wrong theme song this week? Shut up. <laughs> to a completely different movie. <laughs> That's what I want to know. You know the thing that burns my ass the most is on our YouTube channel. View to a kill is one of our copyright strikes, and I'm like, God damn it! It wasn't even the right song. It wasn't even the right song that I played. Um, here we go, Adam. This what what movie was this a theme song to? 
you serious? Are you thinking about this? Seriously? I think it's Miami Vice. Miami Vice? Why, that is absolutely correct. Oh, I'm, I'm lowering the wrong volume. <laughs> I was like, why is it not going down? What, uh, you, did, did you seriously? It took you that long to get it? Is that the... I didn't watch Miami Vice ever. I have not so watched a single episode. The TV show. I have not watched a single episode of Miami Vice ever in my life, yet I know that that is the theme song to Miami Vice. That is how, like, uh, in, the, in the cultural annals that it is maybe and i'm a big fan of tv theme shot so the i'm a big fan of tv uh-huh. theme say it songs. again say it again say it. you're a big theme what are uh, you as a big you know fan of? Yeah. and uh tv theme songs and uh that's the one that that i missed oh. i guess that's the one that you missed adam a bunch of people were born on july 30th uh we have a little saying for them we like to say that it was their birthday <laughs> Maybe it'll catch on. Happy birthday today to Nico Tortorella. Tortorella, yeah. You know, he was, uh, he's in a show called Younger. Mm-hmm. Well, he's also in The Walking Dead, World Beyond. Yeah, World Beyond. Uh, Hope Solo turned 40, Hilary Swank turned 47, and Tom Green turned 50. Oh my God, he was in an episode of Big Brother recently. Horrible. Horrible. Delta Burke turned 65. Ken Olin turned 67. Frank Stallone turned 71. Arnold Schwarzenegger, 74. And uh, who else we got here? Kate Bush, 63. Lawrence Fishburne, 60. Alton Brown, 59. Lisa Kudrow, 58. And uh, Christopher Nolan, 51. I think that covers everybody that we care about. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Happy birthday to each and every one of you from each and every one of us. There's somebody by the name of Glozile Green. No idea who that Glozel. is. Glozel. Glozel. Not Zile. No idea who that is. No, I don't know who that is. No idea who that is. Anyway, thank you very much, Cyclone, for that information that we uh, do each and every week here on the, the big program. Didn't, didn't yeah, like somebody you. get upset once when we called it a little show? or I don't know. That was a, that Did was, they? No, I think that was a live it up thing. That was a little bit of a thing. All right, Adam, uh, I was going to talk to you about this other thing. We can, we can honestly keep it. Uh, you know what? I'm going to just switch it out here. I was going to talk to you about Black Widow, but I'm going to switch it out with something else just because uh, we're, we're right up against the clock. You know, Adam. not something else that you're going to yell at me about, is it? No, there okay, was uh, there's a Netflix show. I don't know if you've seen this or not. It's called Never Have I Ever. Have you seen it? No, I've played the game, but I have not okay. seen a Netflix There's show a called Netflix Never Have I Ever. There's a Netflix show called Never Have I Ever. And you know that I do love a non sequitur, right? You know I love a non sequitur. That's why I named my other podcast That Darn Elvis, which had nothing to do with Elvis. Uh, yeah. This show on Netflix, it's a half hour comedy. You can see it on Netflix called Never Have I Ever. It's about this young Indian girl and her kind of coming of age and coming to grips with her death of her father. And, uh, but it's a comedy. It's very funny. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. And, and it really kind of centers on this Indian family's life, these Hindu Indian family uh, life and all the crazy things that they do or all the things that, you know, the difference between their generations. But um, the funny thing that's a non sequitur is that the internal monologue of the, the narration of the show is done by John McEnroe, who has nothing to do with anything 
uh, about this Indian girl and he's actually reading it as John McEnroe. Like he's aware of the fact that he is John McEnroe talking about this Indian girl's life. And it's, it's a cute little non sequitur hitch. And it's also a very cute show. It's uh, has 10 episodes a season. It just ended season two. So there's two seasons of it on Netflix. I found it to be quite funny and amusing. And I think you should check it out. It's called never have I ever. I, th- especially- I, will, I will watch it. I thought it was going to be a game show where no. celebrities say, no. never have I especially ever. Especially you, because you are, uh, you know, involved in a relationship from someone from another country, another culture. So it I really am. kind of plays on that a lot. That's a recurring theme throughout is the difference between the cultures. Um, and uh, so I think you, you should absolutely watch it. It's very well done. I loved it. I think you'll love it, too. Oh, I, w- I will watch it. Oh, well, good. I'll put it on my list. It'll be like the the Expanse, and you'll be like, "This sucks." I hate the Expanse. No, I did not say the Expanse sucks. Oh my god! I have to pull attack another clip me, now, don't I? Attack me some more on this show tonight, Daniel. I think you're taking this a bit personally, I- Adam. <laughs> if you'd like to I attack love the Expanse, if you'd like to attack Adam, you can do so. Contact <laughs> at fixminuspodcast.com. or maybe you want to do it. You know, audibly, you can do that also at uh, voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com. Just, you know, whatever crazy shit he said, just, you know, want your browsing device to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com and just uh, hit the re- the record button and start talking. You know, I, I would never uh, dehumanize you, Daniel. I appreciate you. All right, and, we're going to be uh, off for the next two weeks I've, because I'm doing some camping. So we're we're going to be back mid-August. So everyone enjoy oh, your summer camping. break. Yes, Adam, camping and nothing else. <laughs> this podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. <laughs>